1: I'm constantly in a battle with myself, and I just know that I feel really empty when I'm not doing something fun and creative. Um, and it's just like a really hard place. And I would like to find some personal, deep satisfaction outside my job um, in a creative pursuit. Um, and I I want to be able to feel proud of myself again at, by doing things that I love in my daily life more.
0: That's Dipti. She's a 44-year-old civil litigation attorney, but she's come to realize that her job doesn't define her anymore. She's built a great career, but she's trying to figure out who she is outside of it.
2: And that's a very big realization to come to, but it sounds like it might also be kind of a daunting realization for Dipti. You know, she knows what doesn't bring her joy and fulfillment, but does she know what will? Well, I guess we'll find out.
0: I'm Kristen Meinser. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. In each episode of this show, we distill our extensive knowledge of
2: self-help into one key idea. It's not about figuring out what you're doing wrong and fixing it. It's more about seeing yourself in a whole new light. You, as you already exist, are enough. With that in mind, we help a listener tackle a predicament
0: in their life, offering them a set of self-love steps and eavesdropping as they follow our advice for two weeks. Or don't follow our advice, and that's great, too. At the end of the day, we're not trying to get them to give up who they are for us. We just want to help them get reacquainted with the fabulous person we all see, because we love you.
2: And so can you. So back to Dipti. The thing I really wanted to know after first hearing from her is what is keeping her from actually going out and doing that creative thing? Is it time? Is it the question of gaining skills? Is it something else altogether, you know?
0: Well, I think this nomination tape her friend Neela sent us might help explain.
3: Hi, my name is Neela, and I'm nominating my friend Dipti for We Love You because I want her to— Love herself and see that she is this funny, humorous, exciting, accomplished person on a daily basis with everything she does and everything that she has already accomplished and just pat herself on the back and not be so hard on herself.
0: After hearing that, I couldn't help but wonder if Dipti's predicament was less about finding time to be creative and more about Dipti holding herself back. You know, maybe she just wasn't letting herself do all the things that make her happy and proud.
2: Mm. We needed to figure this out. So we decided to invite Dipti and her friend Neela into our studio.
1: It wasn't until I was like 37 that I started doing things like improv. And um, that led to meeting two very close friends of mine who, when we end up doing a podcast together... And I loved that. And then I tried other things like sketch and um, stand-up for half a second and storytelling. But you work a lot as an attorney, and sometimes it's hard to find the time and the energy. I would really love to do another podcast, and I know what I want to do it on, but why am I not doing it, you know? Um, Why am I not making the time for it? And. I'm stuck in this, like, nobody wants to listen to you. Like, you know, I just, like, beat myself up in my head and defeat myself, even though I've had, like, tiny successes in creative environments in the past few years, but I just won't ever let myself win.
0: So what you're saying is not that there's no time to do your job and make this dream podcast. It's that you won't let yourself do both. Is is that right?
1: Yeah, because I think in the end— I. I can make things a priority, you know? Mm -hmm. I can, like, I can work a little less, but I don't let myself sometimes. And then I'm also very, very scared of, Mm -hmm. and many, many people have this, just, I'm so scared of failure. I'm so scared of people laughing at me and being like, you want to do what? Make a podcast about that? Like, everyone has podcasts now, and I'm just like, I am my own worst enemy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I just wish I could, like, turn a switch and be, like, my own best friend and talk to me like I am my own friend. Yeah, because it sounds like no matter what you're focusing on, you're
2: able to also, like, find that, you know, I guess not silver lining, but, like, dark and stormy lining of, like, always beating yourself up. Like, do you feel yourself sort of beating yourself, holding yourself back in other areas of your life? Is it just sort of the struggle between how do I spend my time taking care of my creative needs and my work needs? Or is this like a, you know, do you think it carries over?
1: I feel like I was raised as someone who was supposed to be like so successful. And I feel like I let myself down because I the path that I went down, I realized, wasn't interesting to me. Like, I'm lucky that I have a law degree. I'm aware of that, you know. Like, that aside, it's... It's just I'm dead inside, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and I look back at 15-year-old me and think, oh, what would you think of yourself? And a part of me thinks you'd be, like, pretty psyched that you were ballsy to, like, follow another path. But then I think oh, you were supposed to be, like, a surgeon now or something, you know? Is and that, uh, Is that what 15-year-old Dipti wanted? Oh, that's what, like, 4-year-old Dipti wanted. <laughs> to be a surgeon? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like almost any Indian kid my age. It's, like, <laughs> it's not, like, profound, you know? So, yeah, I've I that's another big part of my brain that I struggle with is I didn't become who I thought I'd be, but I, I don't want to be who I thought I'd be, but I still can't get over the fact that did I disappoint myself in life? Mm. And now I'm 44. And what happened? You know. Well, what do you want to be at this point? Because you don't
0: want to be what a 15 year old deputy wanted. I what don't. do you? What does 44 yeah. year old dipty want? Yeah.
2: Gotta check in with that one. I mean,
1: like the ultimate dream in the entire world would be talk show host. <laughs> I mean,
2: <laughs> which is that's ridiculous. a very good dream. Yeah. That's a great. That's dream. That's just a
1: dream. But like in reality, I just want to. I want to have fun doing something a little creative and make someone's day a little brighter, you know. I wish I could just appreciate in the moment, like, that I like what I do. 44-year-old Dipti wants to appreciate what I do, but also do a little more. Like, mm. I want to, like, make people laugh a little yeah. more or, like, just uh, relate to other people more. Um, but I'm not— Doing it. (laughs) So, Mm. why? Or are you? Whoa.
0: All right. So, yeah, this has all been really, really good. So, yeah, should we bring in Neela now?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Hello, Neela. Hi. Hey, Neela. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
3: I'm a former lawyer. So, so I really understood all of you saying everything that you did. And now I'm an interior designer and luxury stager. I left the law as well. So, Dibdi and I really. I really understand where she's coming from. Um, And let me just say, you're exactly where you need to be. You just need a little push. That's it. Whoa, shit. Someone's got a good read on this situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you definitely tend to be hard on yourself. And it does come from the Indian family, Dr. Indian family community that Dipti came from, where everyone went on to be doctor, lawyer, engineer, something really, you know, and not doing that or or not liking it and wanting to do something different has always been very hard for you. So I think the criticism in your head is really, what are all those people, including my parents, thinking of me? And you have walked away from it a lot, but I think there's still a shred of Because I'm not this super-duper successful person with a talk show, (laughs) then anything in between Mm. is not good enough. And then I think what the only thing is you've just gotten stuck in a rut where you're just like, okay, how can I get back to creating a balance with, you know, the story writing class, taking the improv? Where can I go to give myself that balance so I don't feel so dead inside, but I'm still making money? Your job doesn't define you, but it does help you create a life that you want. And you have finally found that groove with yourself. And that takes a while to establish a relationship with your employer, you know, understanding where you're living, being financially secure again. That's what you've been doing for the last few years. Well,
1: that sounds very nice. Like, yeah, It's a <laughs> very reasonable <laughs> sounding life trajectory, if you ask me.
2: Yeah, I you think live so. inside my head. Yeah, well, yeah for I've real. been friends
3: with you for a long time. We've had these conversations over and over again, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it just can't stick. Some I know with me. it's hard. You, know? you don't see yourself with all of the little things you do because you're looking for that brass ring that is going to symbolize to everyone else, the parents and that community and everything else. What? they feel is successful. In
1: all our conversations we've had, you've never said that, and that is ringing so loud for me right now. Yeah. I've never thought about it in mm. that way, but that, that is a big part of my problem. I feel like, well... I have or to maybe be Mindy Kaling if I'm going to do this. But maybe you, know? you didn't uh-huh.
3: want to hear it because I think i said it before. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be ready to hear this kind of yeah. shit. you got to be ready to open no. hear that.
1: It can be really
2: all-consuming <laughs> in the totally. moment. Totally. Hard yeah. to open your ears. I I totally feel you. Yeah.
0: And so Dipti, in your dreams, what would you want to happen over the course of the two weeks that you're with me and Jolenta?
1: In my dreams, I would forge ahead and just relearn how to do a podcast (laughs) in my kitchen, which is where I would always do it. And I would just start and just do it and not care about results or anything like that and just be fearless about that. I think that whole, like, having to be the best at something, that brass ring I was trying to reach, that was subconscious for me. But I would like to just squash that. Like, now that I'm aware of it, I've been meditating a lot and stuff and trying to journal and whatever, but like I, I want to like focus on that and just be like, oh, be done with that, you mm-hmm. know. Just like enjoy your every single day. Those is all that, seem is, like, that, is that, is that a weird to say in no. two weeks I'm gonna enjoy no, it no, no, in moment. No, I love it. I love it.
4: <laughs>
0: Those um, all seem like very worthy. Go for you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, Dipti. Even doubting her goals for this podcast right at the end there. Like, wow.
0: Yeah, from this conversation, I started seeing this predicament as a constellation of issues. Mm. They include, first, the mindset of disappointing somebody all the time. Second, the mindset of, if I can't do it all the way, it's not worth doing it all. And, of course, third, negative self-talk.
2: Yeah, because, you know... Reminder, she liked doing these creative things before, you know, back when she was just trying out improv and stand-up and storytelling and podcasting. She found a community of people. She had fun doing it. She dabbled in projects. Like, she's done it.
0: Yeah, she's done it before. She can clearly do it again. What do you say we give Dipti a call and help get this new journey kicked off where she's doing all those things again? I would love to give her a call.
2: Oh, hello? Hello.
1: Hello. Oh, whoops! Wait. Oh, sorry. Hello? (laughs) Hello. Hello? Can everyone hear me now? Yes. Yes. Can you hear us? Okay. Yes.
0: Great. So, Difty, we have been thinking all about this predicament of yours ever since we talked with you and Neela, and we have a prescription ready for you. Are you ready to hear it? Sure. Excellent.
2: Okay. Step one is define your own success. In our conversation, you felt like you were failing if you weren't the very best from the very beginning in everything you try. But that idea of failure doesn't really line up with what you told us you wanted as a goal. Mm-hmm. So we want you to really define what success looks like to you, not to anyone else, not to the people you grew up with, not to the world at large, not to the <laughs> legal profession. Uh-huh. We want you to write it out in a few sentences and put it someplace visible where you're going to see it all the time. Okay. And remember, you're okay, and your goals are okay, and you're probably already succeeding. Okay. How's that sound?
1: Um, It it sounds all right. I mean, it seems a little, like, that'll be hard for me, but we'll see. I'll have to, like, really, um, yeah, I'll have to think
2: about that one a lot. Yeah, it's hard to to think about what you actually want. Yeah, but that's the whole goal of that step is just to really think
0: hard about what you want. No one else needs to be in the equation, just you. It's all about you. Okay. Uh, All right. Step two, do some research. In talking to Neela, it sounds like she sees a very different person than the one you see in yourself. So we want you to do a little more research on yourself. For this step, Ask as many friends, family members, coworkers, workers et cetera, to share what they admire about you. Then take these answers and each morning read one of them or more than one of them to remind yourself of how wonderful you are in other people's eyes.
1: How's that sound? Oh, man. Like, that's going to make me feel like a real asshole. <laughs>
0: Why? Why is that going to make you feel like an asshole?
1: I mean, like, I've fished for compliments before. But like I tell them in advance, I'm like, I'm fishing for a compliment right now, you know, um, but I'll do it. I mean, I just I feel like I'm going to it's going to be forcing them to.
2: And you can be like you can be just as open. You can be like, hey, I'm working on this dumb <laughs> self-improvement project.
1: OK, I'll do it. That's. I mean, I obviously will love the responses if they're nice, you know, so um,
2: I think they will be.
1: And then write them down and
2: look at the, oh, right, okay, all right. Okay, step three. Uh, this one might be my favorite. Step three is be your own heckler. You are great at telling yourself why you're wrong or how you're going to fail, so we want you to use this skill in a different way. Be a heckler to your internal negative thinking. Make a list of some of those criticisms that pop up when you're thinking about pursuing more creative hobbies. Then, next to those criticisms, write down why they're wrong. Write down how you would shoot that negative thought down if it were a person heckling you at a live
1: show. Wow, that's very interesting. And ha- I haven't heard of that. But you know what it reminds me of? Um, I have a friend uh, who is very into spirituality and all that kind of stuff. And um, any time any of us friends would say anything self-deprecating, he would literally say, hey, stop being mean to my friend. <laughs>
4: like
1: <laughs> We'd, like, laugh because it sounded uh, absurd, so true. but it yeah. became like a joke. But it was also funny and also, like, oh, yeah, I am being mean to you. your friend. Anyways, okay. That will be a very, very cathartic one.
0: Yes. Good. Good. We're glad to hear it. So that is your week one prescription. Um, is there anything in that prescription you're feeling especially excited about or scared about?
4: Um,
1: I'm scared to just overtly ask my friends to have them say something nice about me. I mean, I'll do it, but um, I'll feel like I don't know if that I will take their responses as fully true since I asked. I mean, it's not like that I won't think they're true, but I don't know if it'll mean as much to me since I overtly asked them.
2: Well, that is where... We left empty to start her first week of living by our steps. And I just
0: want to talk about what she said at the end there for a second, that she wouldn't truly believe the compliments her friends give her since she asked for them. Mm.
2: I think it's something a lot of us might have internalized that, like, if someone truly means it, they'll just come out and say it. You know, you shouldn't have
0: to ask. Yeah, but I also think that sometimes the people around us don't know how we're thinking Mm. and feeling inside. On the outside, Dipti could look like a super confident, amazing person. I mean,
2: hello, she's a high-powered attorney. I mean, we've seen her in person. It's what she looks like.
0: Yes, and so her friends might not know that she needs a little boost now and then.
2: Very true. I I really hope that she gets that boost in her first week and that she is able to ask for it, too.
0: Wow. We'll find out if she does right after this break.
4: Want to make mom's day?
5: You.
2: We are back, and we're going to be honest, things started out a little bit rocky in Dipti's first week.
0: Yeah, here's the first audio diary she sent us for step one, defining her success.
1: I'm having a really hard time coming up with what I really think success is. Um, every time I want to say it's more than what I think it should be. And I tell myself, no, 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 dial back because you shouldn't want more. But then I think, is there something wrong with wanting more? But at the same time, I know I don't have that in me. So
2: oh, wow, say, Kristen. Uh, I think Dipti's definitely overthinking this wow well, you know dipti she's Ugh. got big goals and i don't want her to rein them
0: in i just want her to really pay attention to what makes her happy not anyone else just her
2: yeah and it does sound like she did just that you know a few audio diaries later here is where dipti actually landed with her definition of success
1: financial security that allows me to also consume all the music books And art I love, and also to travel. Um, Success to me also means putting things out into the world with no regard for reward or accolade, just coming up with fun ways to share my passions and stories.
2: I love this. This is a great definition of success. And what I love the most about it, she doesn't mention winning awards, getting a million downloads for her podcast, anything like that. She is just thinking deeply about what success looks like for her and like just how she wants to feel. Absolutely. And that's all that really matters. Um,
0: So shall we move along to step two? Do your research? Yes. Remember, this was the step that Dipti wasn't too fond of when we first gave it to her. Let's see how she did.
1: I felt so awkward and self-indulgent and just, it was so weird and everyone was so nice. Like, Oh, of course, you know, and some people, you know, their responses were like, oh, this was easy, and they were just so kind about it, and reading so many of those messages, like, made me cry, and it was just so nice, and so I'm glad I did it, but I cannot, like, I just couldn't handle asking, you know, I don't know, it just, ugh, it was, (laughs) that part really, really sucked.
2: Well, Kristen, at least she did it. You know, I'm I'm kind of impressed, honestly, because this was not an easy step.
0: No, it wasn't. But I do think it's something we should all do more often. We should totally normalize asking for help to see ourselves in a more positive light. Chances are, friends will be super excited to take this opportunity to give us compliments.
2: When you're right, you're right, Kristen. But we have to move on. And that leaves us with this.
1: Get out of here. You're... A lawyer. You're a corporate person. You don't belong here. This isn't your field. This isn't your industry. Don't try to be something that you're not. Um, we've been trying to do this stuff for however long. And, you know, you think you just come in here and create shit.
0: Yep. It's step three. And whoa, Dipti
1: is a little bit scary as a heckler. Here's another one. Who do you think you are, just a pathetic 44-year-old, What are you having a midlife crisis? <laughs> oh, wow.
2: We are getting such a window into Dipti's deep, dark brain and, like, how intense she is. Mm. And this is making so much sense now.
0: Yeah, but don't forget, this step also includes Dipti telling her inner heckler why it's wrong. Here's one example of how she did that.
1: Yeah, maybe old er but it um, just gives me more life experience that I can think on. I have more stories. And uh, also, I, even though I have lived what I think is a fairly regular, normal-ish sort of life, I know that I look at my experiences in a deeper way. So I think that's actually a strength. Of mine, and I need to let it go that I'm too old to put anything out there into the world. Um, I need to look at it as a positive.
2: Thank you. Thank you, other <laughs> Dipti, I guess. <laughs> this is what I've been thinking all along. You know, all of these things that Dipti has sort of cataloged as negative about herself that this heckler is talking about, those are the things that make her super interesting and, in my opinion, very well qualified. I would much rather listen to what a 44-year-old lawyer has to say about the state of the world, maybe make some jokes about it, some commentary, than, like, another 20-year-old com. Bro, who just moved to New York. Oh, me and you, both sister. Well, I think it's probably time we give Dipti a call
0: to see how she's doing. Oh, do let's. Hello. Hi. Hey, Dipti, how are you? Hi. I'm good. Hey. Hi guys. Hi. It's so nice to hear your voice. How you doing? I
1: know, same. I'm doing well. You got some joy in your
0: voice. It sounds like.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I, think I'm <laughs> in a good, I shouldn't. Good, but... I'm in a good mood. I
2: guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like it.
0: We're also in a good mood because we are so pumped to hear about how things have been going. Oh, um, okay. So, how do you feel like it went this week? It sounded like step two was really hard for you.
1: Like the first, like I, I really like cried a lot.
2: What kind of stuff
1: got to you? It really, what kind of stuff got to me? You know, like it was, it was just really nice to that, like to see that, like they see me. Like, I I mean, like I talk a lot, I'm loud and I'm like, have all these things that I like to talk about. And so I I don't know, like, I don't know what people like filter out, (laughs) what, you know, what they Mm. keep. And it was just really, really interesting and really, really, really nice and like special to hear these people, like my, these close people in my life to say these things. And, and they were things that like mean a lot to me. You know what it was? I just realized it was nice that they were not annoyed by it. And they actually like a fair amount of people were like, I I enjoy seeing you flip out over all this. Yeah. That you flip out over, and because I feel um, kind of annoying about it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, well, whatever. They they're, they're going to have to listen.
2: <laughs> but it turns out it's like a big part of why they yeah. love you. I mean, Dipti, have you ever heard
0: the saying, "Excited people are exciting people"? Mm-hmm. You, you, no, but I like that. Yeah. And the fact is, you just carry around this excitement with you all the time.
2: You're an excited person. It's not a negative trait. Like it's it's truly a special skill.
1: Yeah. I. I I like that. Um, it seemingly they're not annoyed, and hearing you guys say so, it, it's I don't know. It's kind of like a relief. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I know what you mean, though. I think that a lot of times um, we might get the impression from the world that what makes us different makes us unlovable or irritating, but in fact, it's what makes us lovable.
2: Actually, truly. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think I think that's kind of it. It's like oh, like no one wants to hear this or. Yeah. Dipty, this is so fantastic.
2: Dipty, dude, you're like
1: working overtime.
0: Well, I hope you're ready for more fun because it's time for your week two prescription. Do you want to hear it?
1: Yes, very excited. Let's hear what this is.
0: Step four find a buddy we want you to ask a friend of yours to be your creative buddy and ask them to be there to help you be accountable. Find someone you can really talk to about your fear or discomfort and be there for them when they need you too. And it's not all about the negative. Think about this buddy as a collaborator or someone you can bounce ideas off of. How's that sound?
2: That sounds great. Good, good. All right. Step five is try something imperfectly. Hopefully by this point, you're getting more comfortable with the idea that you don't have to be perfect in your creative pursuits for these pursuits to be worthwhile. But to help internalize this a little more, we're going to have you do something that you can feel you're not a master at just for fun. It can be going line dancing at a Western-themed bar night. It can be taking a painting and drinking class with some buddies. It can even just be putting together a puzzle with friends. (laughs) But just let yourself fully experience the joy of the moment and the fact that you're being creative, and no one expects you to be perfect.
1: Oh, that sounds interesting. I have no idea what I'll do. I mean, there's so many things I cannot do. There's like. (laughs) So it's not that, but okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have no idea what I'd do. Well, think
0: a little bit about it and let us know if you need help. Um, All right. Are you ready for step six? Yes. Okay. Step six. This is your final step. Just do the thing. You have so much to gain from taking that first big step and making the podcast you've been dreaming about. So do one big thing this week toward that dream record one interview, write up a script outline, find a perfect theme song, design a logo, do one thing you've been dreading, and make this idea into a reality. You don't need to finish an entire episode of your show. You don't have to finish an entire script. You don't have to release anything into the world right now, but just try doing one thing to get the ball rolling. How's that sound? Okay.
1: That's good.
2: Good. 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 And You could definitely release an episode if you wanted to, but here the bar is low. There is a bar. (laughs) We want to motivate you. We also don't want to deter you. Right. But really, just just one step, one concrete step.
1: Right. Okay. No, I like that. I like all these steps. I I was really curious what you were going to tell me to do, and I'm surprised by a lot of these, most of them.
0: (laughs) That makes us happy.
2: So that's where we left off with Dipti this week. Now, not to
0: sound overly optimistic, but I think she sounded pretty confident about these steps. I do
2: agree. I just hope that she uses that confidence and this new perspective to go forth and do these more active steps in the next week. You know, new perspectives are mind-blowing, but they can sometimes be hard to sort of hold on to. Mm, Well, we'll find out if she's
0: able to take that perspective and put it into action in just a moment. But first, a quick break.
4: Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack, fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30.
5: Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs. Containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.
0: We are back, and Dipti started her second week with step four finding a buddy. And it sounds like it went pretty well.
1: I asked one of my best friends, Allison, to um, kind of just keep me in line, like maybe once in a while ask me if I'm doing the thing I'm supposed to be doing. It's very, very sweet. And I appreciate her texts because they just arrive out of nowhere. And it like reminds me, oh, yeah, I need to be doing this thing because I think it will make me happy. Um, So, yeah, I feel great about that.
2: I think we can all feel great about that. You know, those text reminders sound like exactly what Dipney needs right now in this process at this moment. Just someone who is taking her and her dreams super seriously.
0: Yeah, taking her dreams seriously and also keeping her on track. I mean, I can say in my own life, when I have somebody who I'm accountable to, uh, whether it's a deadline or somebody who is really, you know, believing in me and hoping that I follow through it makes a huge difference, you know, having that external accountability.
2: And it sounds like it really helped push Dipti along because here's her audio diary from step six, which is just
1: do the thing. Well, I want to start a podcast and mainly talk just about my favorite thing, reality television. Um, And I have, I've done a few things. I have asked a couple of people so far, if they wanted to be guests on my podcast and both said yes, which is very exciting um, and I'll probably ask more people as well. Um, I haven't actually started it, but I know now when I want to start it and what my first show that I'm going to talk about is, so that's all really good. So I feel like I'm starting to get the ball rolling on that. And just knowing that I'm doing something about it is a good feeling.
0: Oh, she did way more than one big thing. Oh, my gosh. She is booking guests, planning when to start. That's a really great way to get the ball rolling.
2: That is so true. And and speaking as, as someone who has started a podcast before, uh, and speaking for you who've started many podcasts <laughs> before, like— It's not easy to get that ball rolling, especially when it's an independent side project to, like, actually start picking dates and and times and scheduling places to meet with actual other humans, you know? It's a nice, tangible step forward, and I love it. Yeah, and it's just great to see
0: that that fear that she felt was holding her back before, that it's not holding her back as much now. Mm -hmm. And I think this leads into our final audio diary of this week,
1: step five doing something imperfectly.
2: I am so excited to hear what she did for this.
1: Hi, I'm on my way to do the assignment where I have to go do something in a very mediocre fashion and not care about the results. And I decided to do something I've never done before, which I've always wanted to do just because I think it's so ridiculous and could be very funny. Um, But I'm going to go do speed dating. And I have Like negative expectations, not like remotely, remotely any good expectations of this. So I'm just gonna go and have fun, see what happens. I'll let you know.
2: Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. (laughs) What a wild, (laughs) wild thing to try. Oh, I would have never picked that. And listen to how optimistic she sounded, like I am so impressed.
0: <laughs> I love it so much. As someone who's also tried speed dating, yes, I have. <gasps> oh, I gotta say, I cannot wait to hear how it went. Jolenta, should we just give Dipti a call right now to find yes, out? Yes,
2: immediately. Yes, let's do it.
0: Dipti, we Hi. Have, I cannot believe we've already made it to the end of week two. It's nuts.
1: I know. It seems crazy
0: to me. Yeah, I mean, at least on my end it feels like we just fell in love with you yesterday.
2: I know. I feel like we just <laughs> we just hung
1: out. Yeah. I I feel like um oddly I feel like I've been doing this a long time. Oh, <laughs> like weird. Like You're like all friends of mine at this point. Good, good. (laughs) Well,
0: you're doing all the work. Maybe that's why it feels like a long time to you. Uh, (laughs) flew by for us. (laughs) Yes. Well, we're just waiting here thinking about you all the time.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, awesome.
0: (laughs) So we're curious about how you're feeling at the end of your second week.
1: I feel good. Um, I feel like I did some work that I had been meaning to do, but haven't ever gotten around to and didn't know where to even begin so the way you framed it for me by giving me these little assignments and stuff has been really helpful
0: good good well let's talk about those steps uh first and foremost how was the speed dating it
1: was Awful. <laughs> <laughs> no! Oh, the one time I God. did it, it was awful, it too. Wasn't?
2: I've never done it, but I've always watched it on reality TV and been so intrigued.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? This was actually, like, not what I thought it would be. So I'm, like, walking there, and I'm thinking to myself, like, what What am I doing? Like, is this going to be fun? No, no, no this will be fun. And so I walk in, and, and I... Immediately, within, like, the first, like, half of a moment, look at this room, and I'm like, I want to get out of here so badly. But even worse is, now, I know a lot of people love a game night. Like, that's, like, their thing. Don't worry.
2: Kristen and I are on opposite ends of the fence.
1: (laughs) Right. Like, you you do your thing.
2: Like, you enjoy game night. Yeah, That's, I love that you like, guys can pay attention to one thing for that long. I
1: can't. Yeah. Like, I just have, I hate being invited to a game night. Like, I hate <laughs> everything about yeah. it. And it turns out this was like game night speed dating. Yeah, so It was like truly my worst nightmare.
2: Okay, but then when you left, when you walked away from it, how did you feel then?
1: I, well, I will tell you, when I I walked in and I immediately felt this, like, energy of, like, ew, I felt really depressed Mm. and, and, like, oh, my God, I'm such a loser for even being here. And then the entire time there, I felt like a loser. And then when I walked out, I felt like a loser. And then by the time I got home, I just, like, got over it.
0: Well, we're proud of you. You totally went out there and you did it. You did something that mortified you in the moment more than you thought it would mortify
2: you. Yeah, you felt messy. Yeah. Like, it was annoying. And you survived.
0: And you're not a loser. No speed daters are losers. They're just people looking for love or an adventure. They're just like me and you. They are you. They are me.
2: Yeah, and, like, also, no one cares. You know? Not in a mean way, but, like... No one cares that you went to a speed dating event and that it was shitty. Like, they just want to hear your interesting story about it. Like, they care that you're okay. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, it's not going to change anyone's opinion of you who knows you. No one's going to think you're a loser. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's so great because this does also get back to something you have said to us, which is, you know, if you're not going to be doing it to the level of A-plus harvard that you don't want to do it at all. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah. And it's fine to walk in and do something that you're not gonna be A plus at and not gonna feel like a superstar at and the feeling will pass. And, and it'll walk away
2: having it not like define you as a whole.
1: Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah. I like how you frame that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Kristen's the best at that. Um, one more thing, Dipti, before we go, I do need to ask, you know, thinking about your podcast idea. One one thing you were really worried about is how people would respond to it and and just, you know, how successful it could be. Do you still worry about those things after these two weeks? Has it helped you at all on that front?
1: I feel so much better about it. I mean, really, because of the exercises, especially the first week exercises, um, I just really had to take a, a deep look inside myself and wonder what I was so scared of especially considering that i'm not like i don't know writing a a movie about my life or something i'm not you know i'm just talking about other people's lives you know (laughs) it was about like taking myself less seriously but not in a negative way you know like i still will work hard on trying to make, like, a good show. Right. but um, It's
2: it's maybe not less seriously, but just being less hard on yourself mm-hmm. for what, what you're into or, like, following interests yeah. that you're not already at the top of the field in that interest for, you know?
1: Yeah. And, you know, being on your show just came at such a this perfect time in my life where I was like, I want to do this, oh, but stop. I didn't know how to really... Like pull the trigger. So thank you guys.
2: It was so thank nice. you for letting
1: us so awesome.
2: in.
0: I hope you know that we're cheering for you, and we're really oh, excited to listen you. to what
2: you make. Oh, I can't wait to hear oh, your show.
1: Seriously, I'd be honored if you listen to even an episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I will obviously listen to anything about TV.
0: Oh, yeah. You and I both love some reality TV and we love some dipty.
2: Yeah. Two birds, one podcast stone.
0: (laughs) And, you know, I think everyone could stand to think about what barriers we're putting up around ourselves because, you know, a lot of times
2: we are. What are you telling yourself that you can't or shouldn't do? Who are you trying not to disappoint? Exactly, because for Dipti, it wasn't her job or her parents'
0: expectations or the legal industry that was telling her she couldn't make a podcast about reality television. It was herself or, more accurately, her internal heckler.
2: But luckily, she's told that heckler to shove it. And we hope that Dipti doesn't hear from her for a very, very long time.
0: And that's it for this episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer is Lindsay Cradwell, who recently learned how to play the mandolin and does it mediocrely, in her opinion, but very happily.
2: Our editor is John Delore. After the world goes to sleep, he writes poems on an old electric typewriter from the 1980s. The sound of the hammers on the paper is like music to his ears. Daisy
0: Rosario is our executive producer. Daisy paints pet portraits for fun because she has such low expectations for her abilities that she is able to chill out for once and just
2: do it. Chris Bannon is our chief content officer, and he has no comment. And Casey
0: Holford composed our theme song and mixed this episode. His favorite form of purely fun creativity in these homebound times is adventures in cooking and baking, like attempting a new mushroom sauce or a new kind of bread with his sourdough starter.
2: Don't forget to stay in touch with us. Do you have thoughts on a recent episode that you want to share? Do you have a predicament you need help with? Let us know. Our email address is weloveupod at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Twitter. We're at pod at Jalenta G, and at Kristen Meinzer. Uh, also, we're on Instagram at weloveupod too. You can always just slide into our DMs.
0: Yeah. You can also leave us a voicemail message at 601-LOVE-171. That's 601-568-3171. Tell us about yourself, your predicament, how you balance work, life, and creative hobbies.
2: Don't forget to rate us and review us too, wherever you're listening, whether it be the Stitcher app, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else, because it helps people find the show. And also, you can tell someone about the show. You know, use your word of mouth and spread the we love you love. Until next time, I'm Krista Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. And remember, we love you. And so can you. you. I loved it.
1: Yay. We, we loved love it too. you. Yes. We love you. <laughs>
0: Watch out. Watch
2: out, we love you. <laughs> that was not supposed to sound sinister. Yeah, that sounded like pretty aggressive, but
5: okay. <laughs> Stitcher. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs